Thanks for listening. I'm Chris Wagenti, a voice actress with voiceovers by Gypsy. And this is Who Gets It Naturally. Music was composed and performed by V. Caritis. I'm not selling anything, diagnosing anything, offering any cures, or replacing your doctor. If you're pregnant, please consult your doctor before trying anything new. Everyone is different, so you may need to tweak the recipes a bit to work for you. Always start with the least amount of essential oils. You can always add, you can't take away. Remember, these remedies don't last forever. You need to reapply as needed. If you are allergic to any of the ingredients I use, please substitute for something you're not allergic to. Just because it's natural doesn't mean you can't be allergic to it. Welcome to Episode 7. No April Fool's gag, let's talk about pets. No, I don't have any, but I know a lot of people who do. And they all asked about something for fleas and ticks or dry, itchy skin. Not for them, for their pets. So I did a lot of research and worked with several dog owners and came up with a few items. Working with animals is tough because they're so much more sensitive to the essential oils than humans. They have a much stronger sense of smell, so even a little aromatherapy can irritate them. I'll start with cats because this is going to be quick. Cats have issues all of their own. They are definitely something I can't say on a family-friendly podcast. Obnoxious is a good word to use. I know several people who are like, Oh, come over. My cat doesn't like people, so it'll hide in its room. You'll never know it's there. Ha! It's like they know not only that I'm allergic to them, but also that I can't touch them. They come right up to me and try to rub all over my legs. I can't tell you how many times I've heard, Oh my gosh, I've never seen my cat do that. And then they think they're sneaky too. My mom had a cat that would try to creep up on me. When I looked at her, she would stop and stare at me like, I'm invisible. You don't see me. Hey, cats. Two essential oils that are great at repelling and killing fleas are rosemary and clove, both of which are dangerous to cats. If you do have cats, consult with your vet before trying essential oils. There may be other natural alternatives. Also, if you have cats and diffuse essential oils for yourself, make sure the cat isn't around the diffuser. Before I talk about dogs, let's talk about some essential oils and carrier oils. Essential oils. Thyme essential oil kills fleas. Cedarwood essential oil kills fleas and ticks. Lemon and rosemary essential oils repel fleas. Lavender, lemongrass, and peppermint essential oils repel fleas and ticks. Basil essential oil repels fleas and mosquitoes. Clove essential oil is an insecticide. Remember, no clove or rosemary for cats. Carrier oils. Only use olive, coconut, or almond oils for your pets. Again, check with your vet before using any oils for your cat. Now, let's talk about measurements. How much essential oil should you use and how should you dilute them? Well, that depends on the dog. As a general guideline for small dogs under 20 pounds, use one drop of essential oil to one teaspoon of carrier oil. For larger dogs over 20 pounds, use two to three drops of essential oil to one teaspoon of carrier oil. You may need to adjust this, like for those little purse dogs. You may want to cut it back to one drop of essential oil to two teaspoons of carrier oil. 
Now, just like with humans, you need to find the sweet spot. But it's harder with animals because they can't give you any feedback on how it feels or if they notice a difference, unless you're Dr. Doolittle. So you really have to pay attention to their actions, scratching, sniffing, barking, etc. You need to really know your dog. Recipes. I've got six recipes I've created that friends and family have used for their fur babies. Then I'll share about five other recipes that I've found in my research. I haven't played with these yet, so I can't speak to their effectiveness. And I'll give suggestions on some tweaks that I would make. Let's start with sweep. This is a powder to sprinkle on your carpet to kill fleas. And it'll freshen up the room. It makes 12 ounces. You can use three four ounce bottles or jars, or I found six ounce jars with shaker caps. Use two of these. The bottles are clear, but if you keep them in a dark cabinet like under the sink, it should last. In a glass bowl, combine one cup of sodium bicarbonate or baking soda and half a cup of borax. Mix them up, crushing any clumps. Add eight drops of basil essential oil, five drops of clove essential oil, and two drops each of cedarwood, lavender, lemongrass, and thyme essential oils. Mix well. It'll stay on the dry side. Store in either the six ounce jars or the four ounce bottles or jars. And to use, sprinkle on the carpet, wait 15 to 30 minutes, then vacuum. Not only will it kill any fleas in the carpet, It'll freshen the carpet and make the room smell nice and relaxing, so you'll also get the benefits of the oils through aromatherapy. Next is an anti-flea mister I called Gap. This recipe is for two ounces, so you'll need a two ounce Boston round with a mister cap, two ounces of distilled water, an eighth of a teaspoon of vodka, and six drops each of thyme, clove, and lemon eucalyptus essential oils. Add the vodka to the bottle first, then the essential oils. Swirl the bottle a bit to mix, and then add the distilled water. Tighten the mister cap and shake well. To make a larger amount, use either a 4, 8, or 16 ounce bottle and multiply the ingredients by 2, 4, or 8. Spray it on furniture, carpets, the dog's bed, and or cage, wherever you see fleas. I know someone who even sprayed it directly on her dog. The dog loved it. Just don't spray it in their faces. If you're going to use this on a dog weighing less than 20 pounds, try it with three drops of each of the essential oils instead of six. If it's not effective and the dog is okay with it, up the number of drops of each oil a little. Next up is Squeeze Play Flea Shampoo. This recipe is for eight ounces, so you'll need an eight ounce Boston round and a pump cap, six ounces of distilled water, four tablespoons of liquid Castile soap, three drops each of lemongrass and thyme essential oils, and two drops of clove essential oil. Add the liquid Castile soap to the bottle first, then the essential oils. Swish the bottle to mix a little, then add the water. Tighten the pump cap, then shake well. Again, keep it out of the dog's face. You can use a four-ounce bottle, just divide the amount of the ingredients by two, or a 16 ounce bottle and multiply by two. The essential oils will kill fleas and ticks and the Castile soap will leave the dog's hair shiny and soothe the skin. The next two recipes I created for my dad's dog, Buster. Uh, Okay, so he started off as my brother's dog, long story. Buster was old and in pretty bad shape. 
His skin was very sensitive and he was always, always scratching. I felt so bad for him. So I created a shampoo and a spray to help soothe his skin. I called the shampoo Longer Leaf. You'll need an 8-ounce bottle with the pump, 6 ounces of distilled water, 4 tablespoons of liquid Castile soap, 5 drops of lavender essential oil, 4 drops of rosemary essential oil, and 2 drops of thyme essential oil. Add the liquid Castile soap to the bottle first, then the essential oils, and swish the bottle a little bit. Add the distilled water, tighten the pump cap, and shake well. This will not only kill ticks and fleas, but it will also soothe dry, irritated skin. The lavender will help reduce any inflammation and calm the skin down. You can either divide by 2 for a 4-ounce bottle or multiply by 2 for a 16-ounce bottle. Do not get it in the dog's face. This did help Buster scratching, but only for so long. So I created Middle Relief, a spray to use between baths. You'll need an 8-ounce bottle with a sprayer cap, 7 ounces of distilled water, 1 ounce of witch hazel, 1 drop each of lavender, rosemary, and thyme essential oils, and an eighth of a teaspoon of vodka. Put the vodka in the bottle first, then add the essential oils. Swish the bottle to mix. Add the witch hazel and the distilled water. Tighten the sprayer cap and shake well. Spray it where your dog scratches the most. You can even massage it into the area. The lavender and witch hazel will help calm any inflammation while the rosemary and thyme kill fleas. The antiviral, antibacterial, and antimicrobial properties of the oils and witch hazel also help heal the skin. The witch hazel will also moisturize the skin to soothe some of the itchiness. You can also increase or decrease this recipe for 16 ounces or 4 ounce bottles. Buster got relief when it was used, but like with humans, the relief lasts for so long before you need to reapply. The last recipe I created for dogs is for flea collars, and I called it Infield Fly. Let's start with the collar. Yes, I made those too. I used either plastic clips or metal lobster claws and rings as the closures. I chose to use bamboo instead of hemp and cotton because... Well, frankly, I didn't like the feel of the hemp. And cotton, even though it can hold a lot of liquid, will start to smell. Bamboo holds more liquid than cotton, feels smooth, and won't smell. I crocheted a few rows a length long enough to fit around the dog's neck and used either the plastic or the metal, depending on the owner's preference. I also had a variety of colors of the bamboo. And yes, I said crochet. My mom taught me how to crochet when I was younger. I can't do anything fancy. I'm lucky I can crochet straight lines. Basically, all I've really made are the collars and scarves. So that's the collar. Now for the infield fly. Basically, there's two recipes. One for small dogs under 20 pounds and one for large dogs over 20 pounds. The difference is the number of drops of each essential oil in each recipe. They both take three teaspoons, which is equivalent to one tablespoon, of fractionated coconut oil and lemongrass, clove, and thyme essential oils. For small dogs, use one drop of each essential oil. For large dogs, use two drops of each essential oil. I mix either one ounce or two ounces of the oils and use a dropper. Six teaspoons, which equals two tablespoons, equals one ounce. So if I was going to mix one ounce of oils for a large dog, 
I would put one ounce of fractionated coconut oil in a one ounce Boston round and add four drops each of lemongrass, clove, and thyme essential oils. Tighten the dropper and shake well. Then it's easy to load the collar with the oil. Fill the dropper, then dispense it onto the collar. The bamboo will absorb several droppers full of the oil. The color of the bamboo will get deeper, which helps you know when it's time to reload. When the color lightens up, it needs more oil. This will keep all sorts of insects away from your dog. If you don't know how to crochet your knit, you can buy a fabric collar and add the oil to that. Just as long as it's not nylon, that won't work. My dad would get bit by who knows what when he worked out in his garden. So I crocheted a bracelet for him, loaded it up with infield fly for large dogs, and made him wear it when he went out to the garden. It worked! He didn't get bit by anything. He came in for lunch (laughs) and still had the bracelet on. There was a fly in the house. Now, usually he just grabs the fly swatter and gets the fly. Well, the bracelet worked so well, he couldn't get close enough to the fly to swat it. It was hilarious. The fly wouldn't go anywhere near him. Not knowing what else to call them, I dubbed them human flea collars. Not everybody was fond of that. (laughs) Have I said I'm a freak lately? I crocheted chokers, bracelets, and even anklets. You know what? They work. If you like to hike, garden, hunt, walk through the woods, you can keep yourself safe from ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, and other insects. Then the brain started to work, and I crocheted a small ring that fit around the bar in the closet. I loaded that with either cedarwood or lavender essential oil and made my own version of mothballs. Those work, too. I even wrapped one around the arm of my patio bench so I could sit outside without being bothered. Okay, on to the other recipes I found along my travels. For doggy digestive support, mix two to three drops of anise, coriander, caraway, fennel, tarragon, mint, and ginger essential oils. Dilute in two teaspoons of coconut oil. Rub blend on dog's stomach. Hmm... I would probably use two tablespoons of fractionated coconut oil and store it in either a one-ounce bottle with a dropper or a one-ounce jar. Then again, those are all also herbs, so you got that going for you too. Here's a shampoo recipe to promote healthy skin and hair in dogs. One cup of water, quarter cup of aloe vera, optional, Two drops each of bergamot, lime, and chamomile essential oils. Five drops lavender essential oil. Four drops peppermint essential oil. Two tablespoons liquid castile soap. Mix in a glass jar. Okay, since the ingredients total about 13 to 14 ounces, I'd use a 16-ounce Boston round with a pump cap. Next recipe is a soothing mist. You'll need 7 drops of chamomile essential oil, 9 drops of lavender essential oil, and 250 milliliters of water. Mix in spray bottle. Okay, 250 milliliters is about 8.5 ounces. You can either use a 16-ounce bottle with a sprayer cap, or maybe find bottles with metric measurements. Also, don't forget the vodka to bind the oils to the water. Next one is an anti-aging treatment. Yes, for dogs. You'll need two drops each of rose and myrrh essential oils, 
three drops each of peppermint and lavender essential oils, and three tablespoons of coconut oil. Mix into an ointment, rub underneath paws. So, since it specifies to mix into an ointment, I'm going to say to go with regular extra virgin cold pressed coconut oil. The essential oils won't thin it out. The act of mixing it will give it the texture of an ointment. I would also use a two ounce amber jar. Three tablespoons is equivalent to one and a half ounces. Since you're using coconut oil, it will stay solid up to 75 degrees. If you keep it in the fridge, the chill added to the chill of the peppermint essential oil would probably be a welcome cooling effect to the pup, especially in the summer. And finally, for dry patches and to promote healthy cell growth, apply two drops of frankincense essential oil diluted in one teaspoon of sweet almond oil over affected area two times a day. This is something you can either mix as needed, or if your pooch has major issues, you can mix in advance. Use a one or two ounce amber jar. Okay, now for some math. Three teaspoons is equivalent to one tablespoon. One tablespoon is equivalent to half an ounce. So if you use a one ounce jar, you would need two tablespoons or six teaspoons of sweet almond oil, and 12 drops of frankincense essential oil. For a two ounce jar, you would need four tablespoons of sweet almond oil and 24 drops of frankincense essential oil. Don't freak out. Search convert milliliters to ounces or convert teaspoons to ounces or whatever you're looking to convert and a calculator will pop up. I use them all the time. You may think I'm crazy for saying this, but If your dog is allergic to any of these ingredients, substitute them for something the dog isn't allergic to. Seriously. (laughs) I know a guy, actually an ex-boss. His dog would freak out every time he picked him up or tried to pet him, so he took the dog to the doctor to get tested to see what was wrong. (laughs) I swear I am not lying. This is not an April Fool's joke. The dog is allergic to humans. Okay, so that's all the research that I've done on pets. I'm sure there's a lot more out there if you looked. Not having any, I really never spend a lot of time diving deep into the subject. Hopefully, by now, you're a little more comfortable researching and experimenting on your own to get deeper if you do have pets. Just remember to consider the resources, check several sites, not just one or two, use critical thinking, and when in doubt, talk to your vet. Okay, so I want to give a shout out to those who have been downloading episodes in Morgantown, West Virginia, Lynchburg, Virginia, and San Antonio, Texas. Welcome! I hope you find the episodes informative. As always, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to email me at vobygypsy at usa.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at vobygypsy. Or LinkedIn, search either Chris Wagenti, Who Gets It Naturally, or VoiceOvers by Gypsy. Please download this episode and make Who Gets It Naturally a favorite on your preferred channel so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening. The next episode will be published on Sunday, April 16th. In the meantime, Happy Easter, Happy Passover, or whatever else there might be going on in there that you celebrate. Enjoy and stay safe. <music>